You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, we go over what's going on in Manchester because Mourinho is going to get out of the offices at Manchester United <laughs> and take an immediate flight to America and coach an American soccer team. That's what better happen. That should be his next damn move. That's right. And in the second segment, we bring some reason back to this show. <laughs> we finally get close to resolving Strawgate. We've got on one of the funniest people we know, one of the coolest people we know, Joanna Hausman. She joins us and she does a couple of rants. She talks about different ways that Latinos say things. So she helps us figure out exactly what the hell's going on on this show <laughs> that and more on this episode of the cooligans hey this is alexi lawless there is nobody in u.s soccer that is more important than the cooligans yeah baby This is a very Latino episode. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's more Latino than the other ones. <laughs> so just everybody, buckle your seatbelts. That's right. If you happen to be someone who is white and listens to this show and it influences the way you speak, well, now you might just go out and get a guayabera. <laughs> which is a shirt with four pockets because, homie, you're going to be yeah. mega Latino. It's like cargo shorts for your torso. Uh, yeah, but classy. <laughs> and I know you're thinking, what's classier than cargo shorts? Not much, but why are Absolutely. That's why you listen to this show, to be, you know, uh, <laughs> just be influenced by just a different culture. Fashion advice. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. We are very happy to be here. Happy holidays. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's Hanukkah pass. Kwanzaa's coming up. Christmas is on its way. Dude, so many so, things. So many things. Mad things. <laughs> uh, so, but we're excited to be here. Just too the, many people getting presents. The, Just too the, many people getting the presents. The studio's in a bit of a festive in, environment, right? Hack and Tack Meridian Health Stage 17 is like the lights. Is a, there's some Christmas stuff in front of us. So you can't see it on camera, but... I didn't even realize it was there. <laughs> Alexis doesn't care for holidays. Uh, welcome to the Cooligans, everyone. My name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Guerrero. And together we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians out in New York City at the top of Madison Square Garden. Right Ooh. above where the Knicks lose. That's right. All right, but it's only dubs up here. Okay? Hell yeah, son. <laughs> we're there out here getting hells down there. <laughs> we don't see nothing but dubs up here. Okay. <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah, and, and therefore, by proxy, you are also winning by li That's listening right. to this show. Mad W's, bro. <laughs> we, all, we out here getting three points with everything we do. So <laughs> it's not only the funniest soccer podcast that you're no. ever going to listen to, but it is also what, Alexis? The damn gun. That's, that's right. Okay. Scrat. Yes. Very serious. <laughs> out cat, here. Cat, cat. <laughs> okay. We're bringing it back like it's the summer of 2017. That's right. <laughs> pop, pop. What's that Dominican dude? Uh, Scooby -doo -doo -pop, pop, pop. Yeah. It's great. It's a great song. Uh, look it up. Look it up. All right. So what was that old one? That Blackberry. Remember that? 
Watagatapitus Berry. Wow. I don't know why. If you got any I, question <laughs> about how Dominican <laughs> this man is, he just know. proved to you, you should be the, what is it, the prime minister of DR? <laughs> no, no, dictator. Dictator. Cool. All right, cool. All right. Little, little, little Trujillo out here. Well, he's awful, man. Doesn't yeah. <laughs> you could call me Lil Ruby Rosa. <laughs> so, uh, which, yeah. by the way, you know, they're making a movie about him, right? I didn't, no, I didn't know that. The trailer's out. Oh, okay, cool. I'll check that if out. If you don't know who that is, what is it? Prohifio? Porfirio? Porfirio. Porfirio. Such a Dominican name. This Porfirio. Guy, this guy was an... Uh, he he was, was the inspiration for 007. Well, okay. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No. Yeah, that's 100% true. I did not know that. I can see that because he was uh, he was the first uh, playboy. Yeah, he was like the, you know, the, uh, what was it? The, the most interesting man in the world? That guy. Yes. So, uh, but if he had like... A long darn game. You know? <laughs> okay. And by the way, it's in the movie. Yes, yes. Okay. So yeah. he is he's Dominican, the first Playboy in the world. Yes. The first international international celebrities wanted him. Housewives wanted him. <laughs> okay. Dignitaries wanted him. And they all got him. So he was he was Dominican. He 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 married uh uh Trujillo's one of Trujillo's daughters. Mm -hmm. They sent him to Italy. He was an ambassador for France. Right. Guy spoke French. He was also a Le Mans. F1 driver. Yep. Dude did everything. Dad, yo, if it was dope, and he's he, like, I'm going to do that. And he could also lay down that pipe. Well, apparently his <laughs> pipe was way long. Yeah. So much so that this is something you told me a while ago, and it only popped in my head recently because I was going to Ruby Rosa, which is a restaurant, which I kind of don't feel comfortable <laughs> going in right now. Also because it's mad long. The restaurant's very long. It's a long comfortable. Um, I have to sit at the head. You know, um, the two foot pepper grinder is named after him in yeah. Italy. That's right. Because it's aimed at the two foot long pepper grinder. <laughs> Picture a pepper grinder. You know, the thing with the top. I don't even want to touch it anymore. Why? The pepper should come out the other side if You're we're being completely what, honest. You, the thing that you were doing right now is more of an Indian, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Indian wedding. Yeah. Like, like, why are y'all changing light bulbs? That's like Indian man. They're like, they do the odd twist. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay, everybody, go see the movie. Uh, it's coming up, but it's going to be in, in Spanish. Oh, well, then then this is perfect because we're speaking to the people who will listen to who will go see this movie. And I, I'm not kidding when I say this. Guess who is producing the movie? Who? The uh, Film Association of Dominican Republic. <laughs> They're like, if we're going to get out any story about our people, okay. it's going to be about one who hangs low. All right. Okay. This is, uh, well, yeah. We're not going to make a movie it, about it, Santa it, because the Santa smash, though? Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is put out by the Office of... <laughs> Dominican penis propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to keep it going, baby. <laughs> the myths are all true, ladies yeah. <laughs> or gentlemen, yeah. whatever you want. Uh, so, yes, welcome to the show. Didn't expect to start that way, but it will. Uh, do you ever expect to start the way we do? This is a soccer show, we promise. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we're, we're promised to have a very good time. We are joined today by our guest, Joanna Houseman, who you know from uh, from Flama. We worked at Flama. You saw her on Netflix. On Netflix, Bill Nye show. Bill Nye saves uh, saves the saves the world. Saves the world. Saves who the cares? Day. Uh, <laughs> Bill Nye. Is all you I, I, why did I forget? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, but. Uh, Joanna is is here. Plus her own channel, Joanna Rance. You've seen her a million times. We've worked with her a bunch. I am yes. so excited to have her on this podcast. Yes, and uh, and we, we I'm a big fan. We'll get to we'll get to the bottom of uh, Strawgate, right? That's that's really why she's here. That's really 
the main Just point. like a straw helps you get to the bottom of the cup, baby. <laughs> Look at us, huh? So, uh, so welcome to the show. Again, uh, we are excited. And yes, enjoy, I hope you enjoy your holiday. So uh, just a couple notes uh, to the people because our podcast comes out on Wednesdays. But right. the following Wednesday is going to be Christmas Day. Yeah. And the following Wednesday after that is New, New Year's, Year's Day. Day. So, we, so that's right. You're going to wake up. <laughs> and <laughs> before you open your presents, kids, <laughs> gather around. We need to learn more words for straws. <laughs> no, so. We uh, the studio is closed, uh, so we but we don't want to not give you content because because the because the cool kids take no vacations, we do my not guy. Sleep, okay? nah, bruh. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> so, the Knicks are downstairs sleeping, <laughs> not us. That's why they keep losing. We out here winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> yeah, we mad caffeinated, <laughs> and we can't remember <laughs> small tasks. <laughs> so, um, so what's gonna happen? What we're gonna do? Uh, even though the studio's closed, we are still gonna put out uh, some episodes uh, of. Uh, abridged episodes of uh, we're gonna have some phone calls. We're gonna have some interviews. We're gonna look, do so yeah, the FC Dallas interviews with, uh, with that are remaining with Dan Hunt and uh, Ryan Hollingshead. That's uh, right. So we put those out. We uh, waited to see who was not gonna leave the team. <laughs> so those two guys are still there. Dan Hunt traded for Tam. Uh, yeah, God damn. what a weird move. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> didn't see that one yeah. coming. <laughs> wow, uh, Dan, let's go live to Dan. What the hell is going on? <laughs> so. Uh, so we're going to put out, because I, you know that even though Chris, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, uh, and then those days after, some people have breaks, you know, some some people still have to go into work. Some people oh, have to spend time with their families. That's and, you know, r- which are both r- rough. R- rough. Very difficult and very challenging. They both suck. You don't want it. Can I get a sick day from the family? Is that possible? <laughs> so, Can I use a flex day on my family? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to go in and get them sick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm going to cough up on all the gifts. <laughs> Touching Nana's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Get over here, Nana. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how you can handle this common cold at your advanced age. Oh, what'd you say about Trump, Uncle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, you get sneezed yeah. off of that. Oh uh, yeah. So, uh, so we're still gonna have uh, some episodes uh, that you guys can listen to, so new stuff. So make sure uh, you do that and. Uh, again, uh, we hope you have a very good holiday. And I want to update everyone on something that happened over at MLS Cup. Uh, we had talked about uh, the cab driver that we had. Yes. Uh, that was a big fan of the team, but was trying to get uh, Diane Simpson, I believe. Yeah, Diane Simpson. Uh, we were trying to get her uh, to go to a game because she said that she was trying to get tickets for her and her grandson. Yes. And they couldn't. And... I don't, I don't know. Should I say his name? A fan? A couple people actually reached out. And okay. Offered, yeah. I only saw this one. Yeah, I saw it. There was another one as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't see that. There's no problem. Yeah. Just you sure? Yeah. Well, then shouts to Patrick Greer at Firebreak. Uh, he reached, offered. Yeah. He offered. He said, hey, man, just heard the podcast. If you find the driver, I can get her two tickets uh, to a game next season. Obviously, I'm not sure when, but uh, he'll do that, which is how incredible is that? Very that people nice. reached yes. out. And we also got a, a, a message from uh, so uh, from Vicious Vixen on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Fuck that draft. <laughs> <laughs> She's so vicious. <laughs> wow. Yes. wow. You don't need to do that one. No. So appropriately named. Her name is Jenna, uh, and uh, she you reached out another Line United fan and also offered uh, tickets. Wait, as well. is that the one who's the porn star? Isn't there a porn star? <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> you, if you say that, 
You have to be sure that it's right. I asked. It was a question with a question mark at the end. I don't know. I know that there is an Atlanta United fan. Yes. That it, I don't know if she does pornography, but this is not the person okay, okay. who does pornography. All right. Well, then it was just a question. I know she might do something. I think she's like a webcam person. I th- isn't that considered? That's in the category of. I don't know what you watch. And I don't know what you is your flavor. That's considered part of that world. No? It's, uh, sure. It's it would fall under pornography. Okay, well, that, but that's not the person I'm but thinking of. But you said of. porn star. I wouldn't call him a porn star. Well, you don't know how well they do. Were you checking views? I know. Well, a, a, a cam girl is not a porn Like Everybody, <laughs> let us know. I mean, this is going to cause another what's debate. The, what's the it's Chilean a, word for cam girl? <laughs> is a cam girl also a porn star? I think they can be. I think there's some that are very popular. No? Sure. I, I To me... You think they're all upstarts? <laughs> <laughs> but I, to me, a porn star is someone who is, like, having... Like, name recognition. Or s- having sex on camera. Like, having sex with someone. What, what do you think? They're reading the Bible during these webcams? No, but they, they, it's usually solo stuff that they do. I don't know that that's stuff. the case. Okay? I'm just yeah. saying, bro. <laughs> I don't think that that's the case. Why are we talking about this? Because you brought it up. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> you asked if... I asked if that's the one. There's, there is an Atlanta United why? fan. But why ask if you're not sure? Because... I thought that was the name. <laughs> what do you mean? Why ask if I'm not sure? How else do you find out besides asking? <laughs> On the show. That's how questions work. <laughs> Dumbass. Anyway, uh, so well. By the way, if the porn star wants to give tickets too, <laughs> I'm sure you. she would want to go. Thank you for uh, the porn stars and non-porn stars offering, <laughs> regardless of what you do for work uh, or I, your various states I think of undress I was at looking, work. Uh, I was, <laughs> you want to go past this so bad? Well, let's just move forward. Yes. Uh, <laughs> We always get a lot of support from listeners uh, who are porn stars or not porn stars. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, We're happy for all of you guys. That leave amazing reviews and, and are incredibly supportive. Uh, and, and leave an, a review on iTunes. There was, there was an iTunes uh, Did we get them back? Scare. Yes, we did get them Oof. back. But yeah, yesterday, every, every single podcast lost half of their reviews. Oh, my God. And for the most part, I think most people, most podcasts don't really care about their... They're like, all right, leave a review, whatever. Right. But... Our reviews are, in particular, are so specific and so funny. That it's it a part be, of the show. It would it would be a disaster if yeah. they disappeared. So I'm glad that they are back. And uh, yeah, I almost threw my iPhone in the river. Uh, yeah. And then I was. And gonna, you don't live near the river, I, so that's how the, 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 I'm Dominican. I can yeah. throw. I can throw <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. far. He curves it. <laughs> Breaking ball as soon as it gets past the edge. I did want to le- read this review because it made me very very happy, and it was uh, uh this was and very specific to our time in Atlanta uh, last week. We uh, we were obviously there for MLS Cup, and this is a review from Gabe Lajas. Uh, I saw this. And Gabe uh, is an Atlanta United fan that lives in Tennessee, if I remember yeah. correctly. He came to our show in Atlanta yeah. uh, when we were for the World Cup comedy tour. Great dude. He is he is the 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 Southern Cuban. Remember. Cuban he, with a su- super southern accent. It blew my mind. <laughs> I like. I have like. You have to not be one of those two things. <laughs> you can't be both. Dude, no, unheard of. He's like, how y'all doing? I'm Matt Cuban. <laughs> well, uh, so he. This is the. Also, can he send us a voice memo of him in a southern accent saying, "My guy, my guy." <laughs> so the uh, he, he. This is the subject. Says uh, extremely disappointed. 
All right, now I'm a little worried. But it's, a, but it's five stars. So, so it's about you. So about, okay. By the way, you know some of our reviews, because they're sarcastically written, mm-hmm. they pop up, even though they're five stars and they're very complimentary, under most critical. If you if you, oh, sure. if you, if you do that. it, it comes under most critical. And it's like, I absolutely love you guys, but you have no idea what you're talking about. You know, it's like that kind of stuff. Hey, backhanded <laughs> review. I love I it. Could, I'll, take it. I'll take it. I think there's almost more most critical than there are most helpful. <laughs> so uh, it's an extremely disappointed. And then he goes, Gabe says, I'm extremely disappointed. Disappointed in Christian Polanco. I told you. Wow, just straight up my government, right? Uh, he goes. <laughs> he came up to me after the final on Saturday and said, "Hey," and congratulated me on my five stripes winning the cup. He took a picture with me and was an overall awesome guy. So this is very. I don't know what you're disappointed about. I want to start by saying, "How dare you?" And I apologize <laughs> on behalf of us all. Wow, this is. Uh, I mean, you. This is someone you. You know, you. You want your your, your daughter to marry yeah, this person. Yeah, yeah. These are all very good qualities. <laughs> so, so I did. I did. I was walking. Uh, this is when I was also looking for, for Siempre United. United. Yeah, bumped into. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was good. I remember, I recognized him. And he goes. Uh, he goes, oh, and, and uh, again, and was overall an awesome guy. He goes, however, he did not ask me what I considered the proper term for straw. And had he? And then <laughs> and he goes, and then uh, in, in all caps, he goes, how dare you disrespect me like that, my guy? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, for real, the Cooligans have been a weekly staple since Jay Riddle turned me on to them. Shout out to Jay Riddle. Shouts to Jay Riddle, the plug. Even though they are NYCFC fans, they're able to speak objectively about the entire league. Thank right. you. Thank you. We tried our best. Are you listening, Red Bull fans? <laughs> <laughs> and are truly passionate about the sport. I, I get mad gully every time I listen. Keep up the great work. Gay Blahas, the Cuban with the Southern accent. Absolutely, my guy. <laughs> Shout out to Thank you so much, man. And that's very important for today's episode because we're going to solve it. I mean, not once and for all, but we'll get closer <laughs> to it. That was, that was, uh, I'm glad I got to bump into met him uh, and his son. He was there, and but he was the happiest. Gabe and his son were lit as hell. They were so happy. That whole city was excited. Atlanta it was, was amazing. Happy for the, for the, good for them. All right, cool. So, all right, let's, uh, let's move forward and talk about uh, some of the things going on in soccer, right? Uh, obviously, we got to start the big news, all right? Because this is how the Sun is reporting. TMZ is reporting. Dude, how is this big news? It's leap year. It comes around every few <laughs> years. Honestly, it's not that big of a deal. But Mourinho has left Manchester United. He, uh, It's official. The Brexit is official for Mourinho. <laughs> he is out. Theresa May, <laughs> vote of confidence has gone through. <laughs> Edward was like, hey, there's the Brexit. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it, a scone? Go ahead. Get out of here. Go get it. Is it good? Because we put extra butter so, in the Brexit. So, Mourinho's gone. Uh, obviously, they what they just lost to Liverpool. Uh, they just, they're just not a, not a great team. Somebody put how dumb America waited, or the U.S. soccer waited 14 months to hire a middling uh, MLS coach when a few days later... Mourinho becomes available, and I will go on record as saying I can't think of a worse idea than Jose Mourinho being the manager or head coach, whatever the hell you want to call it, of U.S. men's national team. Just him being the only worst idea is him being the manager of the women's team. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that that will be like. (laughs) Well, no, because you're going to sit Alex Morgan. Morgan and Hope Solo and Sidney LaRue will be like, what the fuck did you just say? (laughs) And Mourinho will be scared. He wouldn't have he wouldn't be able to do that. Talk that talk. Yeah, uh, I honestly there. Some people are. Uh, tossing out that idea of like uh, maybe LA Galaxy has a coaching vacancy. Maybe uh, reunite with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Right? I would love, love, I, love to see Mourinho it talk. Would be, Get a question about Tam. <laughs> oh, it would be entertaining. I honestly think with the quality 
players that he... Uh, I haven't seen Mourinho in the last 15 years without all-stars on no, his team. No, that's, first of all, not true, right? Because he makes... He can make some players better than they are, Fellaini uh, in particular. Okay. But here's the thing. What's Mourinho's uh, style of play? It's super what? Park the bus. Yeah, defensive. Defensive, yeah. LA Galaxy were the worst what team last year? Okay. It solves everything. And <laughs> how do you beat LAFC? Okay. Well, maybe. What's a bigger personality than Will Ferrell chanting with your fans? You got a Falcon. What beats all of that? Slatan, a little bit. But Slatan needs to find the magic you think every time. Mourinho's a bigger personality than Slatan? A hundred percent. In this world? In our world? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dude, instantly, instantly would make LA Galaxy way more a bigger draw in that market. I am all in. And also, if you're the Dos Santos brothers, you got nothing but to be able to play. Like, you better go out there and try your hardest because you know that dude's going to call you out. And how frustrated will he be when he can't just go <laughs> buy a player for $100 million? I, would, I mean, look, it would be entertaining. Part of me feels like whatever team he ends up, if he does, if you ended up coaching an MLS team, how boring would that team be to watch? I, you know what? I think you forgive that. Here's the thing. I don't like if you ask Taylor, Taylor Rockwell, right? Big Manchester United fan. If you ask him, I, I don't think he'd say Manchester United was boring these past few years with him. I, I agree that it's a boring style of soccer, okay. but I don't think it's boring to watch because the cool thing about soccer is you're oh you always know that there's something after the final whistle. And when it's Jose Mourinho, you're excited about sure. that. No, I'd be that that would be fun. I mean it's part of that drama, it's part of that soap opera. I, that, I would I would whatever team we we would have to fly to every post game and be there. Hundred percent media credentials, yeah game cooligans asking Mourinho questions. We're back. <laughs> oh my God, imagine he becomes an all star manager <laughs> and we actually get to ask him questions uh i would i mean that would be I, just a dream come true just to watch you saw how schmetzer rolled his eyes at me oh sure and he gave me the old chris armis i mean we point. were in the room well you know trying to talk to zidane in the room and he's but he's like he's not as eccentric he's very stoic he's very stoic you know yeah, it's not as fun asking zidane a question although in honor yeah not the same as asking Mourinho. i got tony cruz to laugh that was a big honor yeah yeah they got personalities getting Mourinho. To ban me from future <laughs> events, which would happen instantly. We all know that would happen instantly. Uh, so, yeah, big news. I, I think it's uh, not not too much of a surprise, obviously, but whatever. It does it does affect the, the global soccer, right? Because he is such a big figure, and and the, and the rumors start immediately. He is a media machine uh, for for clicks for just. What, what is his next move? There, I can't think of anyone, and I've said this like two or three times, Slatan was one of them. As a manager, I can't think of someone that would bring more publicity to this league, positive and negative, than Jose Mourinho. Yeah. I can't think of it. Now, national team, terrible idea. MLS, bring him in. I wonder, I wonder, Yo, if, he, bring him in I wonder if he would do it. I, I know MLS would bring him in in a heartbeat, but would he do it? Think about it. He's warmed. He's worn out his welcome in Premier League. He's worn out his welcome in La Liga. Yeah. The only other options for him are Legon, Syria, maybe some lower league, like some another league that's not at that level, which I don't think he would want to go. I don't think he'd want to go to Syria, although they love the defensive style of play. So maybe I could see him at like an AC Milan or something like that, maybe. But for the most part, MLS is now an option. 
because it just stands apart from all the other leagues. And it's one of those things where if you come here and you're successful, everyone is watching. You think Zlatan is calling him, being like, that, yo, that used, texting they, they him used a to little play bit? with him. Yo, you brought me. How about I bring you? You know what I mean? Okay. Do you know what Gam is? Okay. <laughs> you know, because it'd be just great. It's just like, uh, what if weed's legal and he just become like weed's legal down there? What if he just becomes <laughs> mad chill? He's like, whatever, man. I just love the idea of like, uh, LA Galaxy being like, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to get Caleb Porter and Caleb Porter's like, nah. <laughs> then Mourinho just comes in next. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a weird, what a weird world. Caleb's <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to Columbus. <laughs> Who'd you get? <laughs> you got what? That's like you tell a girl no, and then you see like Channing Tatum later. You're like, damn, bro. Okay, wow. I think I, maybe I messed up. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it is pretty interesting. And speaking of LA Galaxy, yes, uh, Zlatan officially, they did a big old, did a nice little video. Uh, he is uh, re-signed as a designated player to... Uh, to the Los Angeles Galaxy. And they played all the clips of all the, uh, you know, ESPN and all these reporters saying, he might go to Egypt, he might sign with AZ Milan. Yeah. All that, and he's like, you got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's uh, it's entertaining. It uh, really is. Uh, I'm Slots and Amarino together. Now you know you in trouble. <laughs> what was that from? It ain't nothing but a cheap <laughs> thing, baby. So uh, it would be it would be interesting. I'm glad he's coming back uh, because uh, I think another year of Zlatan in American soccer is gonna be is gonna be healthy for this uh, for this country. I think Mourinho's gonna do tracks with Kendrick. I mean, it's just gonna be. <laughs> Mourinho might pick Blood or Crip. He might pick yo, one. Yo, get Mourinho's all, on all the features. He's yeah, like, yo, is he a new Drake? Yo, he just takes the song and remixes it. He's Mourinho. He does what he wants. <laughs> so, the, uh, uh, so yeah, so that, that is ex- uh, exciting. But let's, uh, another big uh, move, uh, the coaching move. Uh, FC Dallas. They who, picked uh, the guy from the youth development squad, Lucci, who we talked about. Uh, Lucci Gonzalez, a couple weeks born ago. Born and raised in Hialeah. Yeah, tu sabes. Was he say absolutely? I don't know if he was born there, but he's. It from says there. born in Hialeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, unless Wikipedia is wrong and it's never been. So, <laughs> um, but he's not. He's Peruvian and white. He's half Peruvian, half white. Okay. Uh, but whatever. He grew up around a lot of Cubans, so you know the dude knows what a robavia is supposed to taste like. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he now runs. Uh, he used to run the youth development. Now yep. he he's manager of the team. But I don't think a lot's going to change for him because supposedly they're just going to go with a full-blown youth movement down at FC Dallas. FC Dallas basically like, look, we're an academy that gets to play in MLS. Yeah, uh, some FC Dallas fans are not happy about that. But the weird thing is, is that they always seem to be successful up until a certain point. I mean, also, like, this is kind of the culmination of their system. It is a bit of a – it's a bit of a cop-out from having to – match the likes of LAFC and Atlanta United for going out and buying stars and doing that. It is a bit of a cop out in that sense, for sure. We can't hide from that fact. Okay. But it's kind of what their system has been set up for. Anyway, they've had their youth players train against the, uh, the, the senior team, the first team. Now it's like, let some of these kids get that chance. Everyone's out here saying, let the kids play, let the kids play, let the play your kids, play your kids, play your kids. Well, FC Dallas like, all right, let's see what happens if we do. So this could be terrible, and then they'll change course. This might derail some careers because maybe it's a little bit too much pressure to put some of these young players in right away. Or you never know, man. The next World Cup cycle is two years away. Like We might find one or two players in this system now that we didn't know before. So there's a lot of question marks. How do you feel about it? Uh, What if your favorite team did this? How would you feel? If you were a fan of FC Dallas, how would you feel? 
I, I think there's different circumstances. Yeah, do it in a southern accent. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's clearly different circumstances, and, and uh, I think the the underachieving narrative uh, at Dallas is has been going on the last couple years. Outside of you know, they did win uh, the, a supporter shield uh, what, in 2016. Oh, they've had success. They've had success. So it's weird because like the fans can't be f- absolutely furious, but but they can, there's other issues. It's almost like everything, the issues with the team are not with like the play in itself. They, they're going to have a strong foundation for a long time. It's, it's you know, the, the stuff we were, like we heard about it, about connecting with the community and, and getting more people to games and not um, prioritizing other events at, at Toyota Stadium over the side. Like yeah. there's a lot. There's a, there's and a lot I think of some of the fan base is looking at, you know, DC and saying, they went out and just got one name, you know, and look at look at what changed with the ticket sales. It'd be nice. So they're like they were teetering on this like major success. And now they're just kind of cutting that rope. They're cutting the line, I should say. So I do. I do get that bit of frustration. It was like, oh, we were so close. I do get it if you're an FC Dallas fan. And we met some great people down Beer Guardians. And yeah, yeah. what is it? Red Brigade or something like that. There was like a, the other group. Whatever. Long story short. They were great people. <laughs> yeah. There's people there. Yeah. There's people there. We met them. There's people. They got <laughs> cowboy hats on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. One I had both eyes. It was great. <laughs> uh, speaking of playing your kids, there was an interesting story that a lot of people sent us that was uh, really, really entertaining to us in India. This is w- real. They're taking youth development to a new level. <laughs> we, we don't really talk about Indian soccer too much. And the Indian a, Super League, they got some of the hottest, dopest jerseys in the game, though. That's right. So the, there was a, a player uh, by the name of Gu, uh, Gurav Muki. Gaurav Muki. Uh, and they said he, so on October 7th, he became, uh, he broke a record. He became the youngest goal scorer in the history of uh, the Indian Super League. Which I is ju- great. 16 I just, years 16 old. 16 years old. Which, fr- I mean, look, Freddie Adu, all right? You know, yeah, but you look at, in more ways than one, uh, <laughs> you look at that, like Indian Super League is one of those where they only brought in old names like Robert P. Rez, you know, who hasn't played at Arsenal for a long time. He played there like two years ago, Diego Forlan. Yeah. Like these guys are at retirement age. And I think there's only like nine teams. It's a very short season. It's more of a promotional thing than really like a, uh, you know, a soccer league. Uh, now it's becoming more of a soccer league. A 16 year old scoring. There's no way that could be a negative. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, the kid, uh, quote unquote kid, uh, that which we, by the way, full on mustache, <laughs> strong, strong, strong mustache, man, like mustache, yeah, a little bit is, of a beard, you know, we, We've seen 16-year-olds. I had a mustache. At, at that I, not I, like that. I did not have a mustache. You still don't I have still one. I still do not have a mustache. I <laughs> yeah. cannot grow this kind of mustache, even at my advanced You age. could have played this off <laughs> as a 16-year-old. So, October 7th uh, becomes the youngest goal scorer in history of the uh, Indian Super League. And then two months later, he is suspended uh, for six months for lying about his age. He's actually 28 years old. <laughs> Just great. My dude practically went half. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange... This is... Uh, like, and the reason I relate to this story and why I want to bring it up, because Dominican baseball players... Oh, yeah. This is... Yeah, birth certificates written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is the story of Dominican baseball, right? You Who want- was the kid, the pitcher? Everybody knows this person. You know I mean? The, the youth... Uh, the, uh, uh, yes. Children's World Cup. Is yes. that called that? The, children- <laughs> the Youth World Cup. What's it called? Uh, the 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 World Series. The, the World Series of what's it called? Yeah, the, the youth. The ch- no, what is it? No. Now I don't remember. Oh, now you laughing at me? Uh, no, no, but just the children's. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just funny. Anyway, Little League World Cup, Little uh, League World Little Series. League World Series. Ah, yes. I figured it out. The uh, what? Yeah, what was his name? Uh, you know, what I'm talking about this kid was an amazing pitcher, 14 years old. Ah, turns out he's 19. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, I think he was 18, and he was like uh, pitching against kids, like the 14 year old. Yeah, he's, and he's. By the way, he was throwing heater. He was throwing heat after heat after heat. Yeah. So, the, so, the, um, but this is uh, uh, Daniel Monte. Daniel Monte. This. So this. Uh, tried to get in the league, by the way. I think he yes, was, yes. Yeah, he's playing he, like in the in the Caribbean league. Yeah, yeah. He he ended up not making it, but yeah. uh, it was a great story for yeah. a little bit. I remember. Well, not so great. He, story. <laughs> it was very so. No, but this is very common where they they in Dominican Republic you have to you have to lie about your age. Uh, to, to get a contract. To get a contract. You know, if I suggest doing it, I'm a bad person. You're saying in the Dominican, you got to do it. No, I'm not saying you have, like, it's just a part of the poverty that kind of yeah. leads them into that situation. But there's a couple players, there's a bunch of Dominican players that have made it to uh, the major leagues and have been way older than they actually were. Yeah. Uh, or, or who just lied about their age. Like some, uh, they said that they were younger. So uh, it's very common. So El Duque you- did it. Okay. My uncle played with El Duque when he was a kid. And when Duque said he was, Duque was a pitcher for the Yankees, if you don't know, when he said he was like 34, my uncle's like, no, he's not. He's like 42. Yeah. But he was, you know, baseball, like baseball is one of those things, like if you throw the ball a certain way, your muscles don't ever really like wear down as fast. Sure. So, and he was one of those pitchers that like he, you know, he threw his leg real high. Yeah, he a weird from, delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Very odd delivery. So he was like 40 something years old, claiming to be like eight years younger than that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he had to escape Cuba and the whole thing. They got to do it. His bro- yeah, speedboat, by the way, the Yankees got him a speedboat to escape Cuba. Look at that. Let's do it. <laughs> that's so, that's so, Grandpa Steinbrenner. He knew what Literally it was. Just, up. Just Miami Vice. Out yeah. There. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, so that was a funny story. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, Dom Dwyer. Dom Dwyer was in the news recently because <laughs> he all, made his own news. He, he tweeted made his about own, it. Yo, he's yeah, he's creating his own uh, narrative. Yeah. Uh, but Dom Dwyer uh, tweeted out that he he was looking for. He's in Orlando. He's like, hey, does anybody know uh, a soccer pitch that I can go train on because I uh, I just got kicked off uh, the pitch. So every I thought this as well. Pretty much everyone thought that he was kicked off Orlando City's training field. Uh, That's to, what I assumed up until right this moment. What like, happened? Where else would you be? Yeah, right. You'd go to the place your team owns. <laughs> That's go to work. Just yeah. go to work. They Yo, I'm you. not allowed to use my, use my computer <laughs> at this other person's office. <laughs> I can't sit down in this in this in this uh, office of a building I don't work in. <laughs> so, uh, so that's so it was clarified that he was at a public park uh, training. And and then, but everyone thought like, "Yo, here goes Orlando, be in Orlando." Be in Orlando. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But now that I learned that he got kicked off a public park, and he was asking on Twitter f- for help of where to play. To me, that's even funnier. Yeah, like, it's way funnier. Aren't you like connected to the soccer people? Where <laughs> you, you know, you where- don't know someone you could text. <laughs> and also, go to work. <laughs> Just go to work. Was it traffic or something? <laughs> well, there's, I think you live near a place, <laughs> and I guarantee you know how to get there. Where you could just go train. What was? I mean, at least tell us what the issue was of why you couldn't go to the office and just do work where you're supposed to do the work. <laughs> I like to think he was at the public park and it was one of those women wearing Oakleys, a white woman wearing like Oakley sunglasses, just called the cops on him. <laughs> yeah, because look, the tweet itself specifically said, "Looking for a place to train. Unfortunately, kicked off the pitch at our own training ground today." So as soon as he says our own training ground, I'm like, "All right, he is in Orlando City's." Training ground, 
So he must have been kicked off of it. By whom? What's going on? Yeah. All the rumors start. Was it Kaka? Is he back? Was it Kaka back? He's like, this is mine now. Yeah, I, I, now I take over. <laughs> so just a very strange, it's a very strange, he probably shouldn't have tweeted it. I mean, there's no other way. Or just ask like, yo, where can I go play at? Looking for a pickup game. Yeah. Be a, be a bit more vague. Ask than- Cal Martino. He's, right? <laughs> You're at Street FC. Yeah. Like, you run anything out here? You go. Eddie Johnson has a training ground. That Not can- that far. He's in Orlando. He's in Orlando. He? Yeah, go out there. Work with him. Come on, dude's gully. Yo. Yo, by the way, fans, tweet at Eddie Johnson. We got to get him on yeah, the show. Yeah, we would love to get Eddie Johnson. Eddie Johnson is just a beast on the internet. Dream get. Dream get. Uh, if we tweet at him, just be like, yo, the Cooligans would love you. would be great on the Cooligans. Get on their show. Uh, hopefully he'll respond. We can't Please. Get- uh, we mean him. that. Like, please tweet at him. Please, please, please. Uh, or Instagram him. Comment on his Instagram photos, videos. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Um, so uh, last thing before we get to our segment with our guests, um, the new player format that we did talk about on the last episode. Yeah. It, we, we, it was a rumor, right? We <laughs> Even leaked, though it was like unofficial paperwork. We leaked it. Uh, and then, uh, and now it's official. So the new player format in 2019, single elimination. It will be um, seven spots. There will be seven seeds in each conference. All single elimination. All single elimination. So the you, only buy is the first place. So you'll, the only people that get a buy is the first place team. So correct. no more second place buys. Very So a big deal if you win uh, if you win the Supporters Shield or you're in or the, the Eastern or Western Conference. Yeah. Western Conference. Um, so now the reaction, a lot of people, uh, some people are very happy. I, I think this leads to more excitement. We saw in the, the knockout games this year. Uh, I thought they were very, very entertaining. So I'm cool with it. Um, so as from an excitement standpoint, some people are mad, one, that there's another playoff spot. They added, uh, you know, th- that seventh in each conference. Some people feel it's too few games to uh, to end up winning MLS Cup. You If you... If you get that by, you would only have to win three games, and then you are the champions of the league. Uh, so look, I I'm, mean, I get it, but I get it. You know, I mean, what's it? It's like three games or six games. Uh, like, I, but it, sometimes, and I mean, you know, point at Atlanta versus Red Bull. There's almost like it doesn't matter if you lose that second one if well, you've won the first one by so many. In in any of the two legged uh, games, uh, the series. Did anyone who lost the first leg win the win the second? Like, end up winning the series in this? Not this year. I Not think last year. year was Columbus. Okay. Remember they they lost one nil and then one. No, last year. That might have been this season. No, no, uh, no. Last year they beat NYCFC. They no, were, I think Red Bulls lost to Columbus in the first leg yes. and one in the so second. Only yeah. one. So there's not many instances where that really happened. Like usually whoever kind of wins the first leg usually. Ends well, up. now a home field advantage is by far the most important thing. Exactly. So you either finish in first or you get home field. So and that's we it. Can, we can't have it all. Right. Because the main reason this is happening. Everyone was complaining about the international breaks. Yeah. This is this is the, the main reason people were complaining is that that long break. Uh, between playoff matches, uh, between rounds, and this resolves that. So you can't have it all. You can't have uh, two legs uh, and fitting within uh, that those international breaks. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know, so it just can't be done. So something something has to give. And then th- this seems to this will be the next thing that we try. And look, we've been doing this show three years. Three years. Seventy five years. Seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> we knew three years. And how much has the MLS changed in just the three years? When it Incredible. Tam in, in you know, uh Gam, youth 
get, damn, whatever. Youth transfer, youth funds. transfer funds. It's like the league has changed astronomically in just a little amount of time. So this is, as an American soccer fan, as an MLS fan. We're this, now a selling league as of the conference that they just had. Yeah. Garber just became, he was just like, no, I changed my. Like, ah, you're right. What? I didn't <laughs> say any of that. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> you must have heard wrong. <laughs> Yo. I've been saying we are selling league, my guy. <laughs> Why are you spreading all these rumors yeah, about me? Yeah. In fact, you better be out there selling. <laughs> I don't know what you were here listening to me so for. The, this is a, a, a league that's still figuring out uh, its it, its identity, and this is part yeah. of it. So we can. Here's my only complaint. I like the single four. I want to see it. I want to see single elimination format. Yeah. Here's my complaint. Uh, I think the MLS Cup should have happened after the international break. And whoever, whatever players are taking part in MLS Cup, they can't be a part of that international break. It's a friendly anyway, so who gives a shit, right? I think you give every team, let their players rest, and that way you have the strongest possible team play in MLS Cup. And it's the best game. All right, whatever. That's just, yeah, it's an idea. <laughs> I don't like it. Why don't, don't you like it? Because I love the, the condensed it, it being finished in that in those but that's three the playoffs. And a half weeks. The playoffs. Oh my god! Builds all this momentum, and then and then well, boom. Then and nothing's then, bigger than MLS Cup. And then yeah, and then the MLS Cup is in. But there is a, there is a break. There is a I believe uh, like a six or seven day break from the last playoff game to the MLS Cup. So they the players will be right, that I'm okay with. Okay, yeah. yeah. So all it, right, you know what? Now I approve. Yeah. So <laughs> go so ahead and do it, MLS. Even I did see um, Patrick Mullins. Uh, uh, tweet about it and say that he likes that that it's more condensed and it'll be done before that break so now mls cup will be in november uh instead of December. so before thanksgiving yeah yeah so this is i mean this is it's gonna be great so what it's gonna end up doing is pushing condensing the regular season schedule as well so there'll be more midweek games uh and also cold weather cities are less of an advantage yeah yeah, it won't be as cold. So uh, we'll see. 2019 is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I can't wait. Different, A very different look at, at Major League Soccer. How much of a, of a break was it between the last game and MLS Cup this year? It's, uh, well, you, you have the international break. So it's at least 12 days, something like that. All right, so it's not that big of a difference. Seven to 12, I mean, it's, you know. Okay. Whatever. I'm just trying to think of the new format, guys. <laughs> so we get, all right. So uh, let's get to our next segment because we are super excited. And uh, I know some people have been asking, like, hey, maybe you should get some uh, non-soccer people. We'll get some comedians on the show. And this is, uh, and we're absolutely thrilled this to, uh, to have uh, our next guest on the show because she's so happy to have awesome. this person. And, and, we can, and we can sort out some of... Uh, the Latino debates that all the people in the Midwest are very concerned about. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> what people are worried about us, guys. <laughs> so uh, we'll be right back with Joanna Houseman after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We just wanted a word from one of our sponsors, us, us me, the, you. <laughs> you, you, the Gully Squad. You, Gully guys, Squad. You guys, now, if you guys haven't heard about the Gully Squad yet, uh, it, you know, if you want to support the show, you want to support the Cooligans, you want to help us uh, make more content, uh, help do more of those, uh, you know, second episode a week things that we've been doing, right? Yeah, this, uh, is, this is the chance to really become, you know, you're not just a fan of soccer, you're a supporter of your favorite team. Now you get a chance to be a supporter of the Cooligans. That's right. If you go to our website, 
website, if you go to soccercooligans.com, you'll see a little thing that says join Gully Squad. Click on that. And what that is, it's kind of like our own little Patreon, right? Yeah. You could subscribe to us. There's a couple different values. And every month, you'll give us a little bit of money. And that little bit of money all together as a community lets us go out and make that content and pay for better editors and, and flights to, to those events that we cover for you guys. All those things, it really gives us a chance to really make this what we want it to be. Exactly. And uh, people have been absolutely great and supportive. And, and I love the the community aspect and we have that that super secret facebook group for no, we don't even know if it exists or who not. knows nobody really knows uh, no. it's very vague but there's a lot of great comments on it <laughs> <laughs> but uh there's a, a lot of opportunities to yeah to connect with other you know cooligans fans and uh and also uh, inspire what's on this show exactly you can ask us questions you you want us to talk about certain things uh, suggestions for the show guests that you may want us to reach out to uh you, you have the opportunity uh, if you are a gully squad member. or you can also post things in that super secret group which may or may not exist on Facebook Who knows? Uh, and you could post things that may have happened that maybe something we didn't talk about that you want us to talk about and that's what that second episode is there for is to get more content from you guys that you want us to talk about things that you want us to cover that we may not have time to do on the one episode a week that we currently do so if you go to uh, soccercooligans.com you'll see join gully squad click on that pick the highest possible value that you can for uh, your situation it would mean the absolute world to us if you were to join gully squad Yeah, baby, we're back. Uh, we are, and we're absolutely stoked. This is, this too, is the this culmination of all of this dumbness that is involved. <laughs> and we had to invite someone we needed, much smarter than us. We needed an expert because yeah. we uh, people were, I think people were, after weeks of listening to the show and listening to us debate this stuff, they were like, you know what? I'm tired of the show. I'm, mm-hmm. th- there's too much stupidity not week after that, week. Not only that, I feel like even to people who, who spoke Spanish before English, we've caused so much confusion. Oh, even my God. Them. Yeah, they forgot what they used <laughs> to call. We've torn the families straw. apart. Yeah. This is <laughs> so. Look, you guys definitely know who she is. Look, you've seen her on Netflix. You've seen her on uh, old digital channels. You've seen her on her <laughs> digital channel, uh, Joanna Houseman Comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, and our friend. Look, we know cool people. Joanna Houseman, <laughs> everybody. Thank you. Thank you Joanna. so much. Thank That's... you. You said I was. Uh, you said I was an expert. So yes, I'm an, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm an expert in linguistics. Yeah, only, that, is, that is the accent of truth. Yes, as we all know. only. Uh, the, all, all, all British people are experts. It yes. doesn't yes, matter why yeah. education or... You put a lab coat on any, on any British, British person. person in a movie, and you're like, we'll trust that guy. I, I trust him with my life, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joanna Houseman, hello. Uh, yes, we do know Joanna. We uh, we all worked together while you were uh, you were you were the face of Flama. Worked, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we did. work was going on there. Uh, <laughs> we were just hanging out, doing nothing, and then eventually cameras showed up. It was, that's basically what... My job was, yeah, I remember when, when we were building up Flama, I was like, okay, we need like really funny Latinos. Uh, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> and they rarely get And they a were all busy. So they asked Christian <laughs> and, and I. They, yeah, everyone was busy. And then you guys showed up. I don't know why. Uh, you were hanging out in our yeah. like conference room. Yeah, and then sure. we shot some stuff. Christian was there to fix the computers. I was just trying to steal coffee. And they're like, hey, do you guys want to be in front of the camera? Hey, you guys speak Spanish? <laughs> all right. <laughs> ah, good enough for us. Who do you see on digital channel? We're not going to pay you shit. <laughs> That's exactly how yeah. it goes down. Uh, well, but but the, it has been great seeing your, uh, your come up, right? Because... That's where we met you, uh, but you st- 
started out at uh, comedy at UCB, right? Am I? Yeah, I was. I was a performer at UCB. I had been at Second City in Chicago. Okay, so I was more in the like live comedy world. Yeah. Um, and then the internet happened. I mean, the internet happened way before. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like, yeah. what is that? It's here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joanna is 48 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just learned. Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> she she bites the heads off bats. That's how she stays young. <laughs> you guys know way too much about me. Um, and so then when the internet showed up in my life, I was like, oh, I can make comedy, but way more specific than I can make uh, on stage. Well, yeah, because uh, you have to be universal when you're on stage on the internet. It doesn't matter because whoever you're, you're pointing that comedy to whoever's searching for that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd argue that the more general you are online, the worse your outcome, like yeah. less people are interested in watching it. It's like oh, sure. niche content and, and identity content is so successful because it, everyone's connected to the internet and they're just trying to find themselves somewhere yeah, in the maze. Right. It's almost like uh, two Latinos started a soccer podcast. Yeah, like, uh, it's something weird, City. like crazy like that. <laughs> yeah. only, only talk about American soccer for the most part, <laughs> even extra niche. We're getting mad niche right now. <laughs> Although that success part just hasn't hit us just yet, but we're, you know, I mean, we're like working towards it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, uh, we, that's where we met you and then uh, you started uh, doing these videos for Flama uh, about uh, called, uh, Joanna Rants right mm-hmm. that was basically the, the the main theme of of you finding some a particular issue and 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 speaking on it but, but it's yeah. also it's also from the viewpoint that I think is something that we've tried to get across on this podcast which is the word Latino is like such a broad term mm-hmm. for people with such different cultures sometimes mm-hmm. you're venezuelan right i'm cuban dominican sometimes the things we do don't exactly overlap we're mm-hmm. not all exactly the same just because we were raped by the same boats you know yeah, what i mean absolutely. you know what i mean we're all different so a lot of your rants just come ra- from thanks for the imagery like. yeah no problem <laughs> we're getting raped by, by, by a boat by a boat not a person no, think of boats. a disney boat though like <laughs> it's got a face on the front yeah. it's a little nicer <laughs> but you get what i'm saying it's like the splinters alone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they oil anyway so what so what we do sometimes we try to explain like there's no such thing as like this universal Latino like we're all different and it came up in many many different ways but that's a lot of what the Joanna rants have been Mm -hmm. and it's inspiring the Latinos because like look finally someone's talking about this well I think so the word Latino as you said encompasses like over 20 countries which means like over 20 uh, idiosyncrasies cultures etc I mean even Brazil is put in there they don't even speak Spanish so it, it almost feels like your identity is washed down so that, uh, you know, people called Betty understand what you are. Yeah. Um, I know nobody called Betty. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why I use that word. Lauren, yeah. Molly, um, can sort of easily digest who you are and your identity. Right. Yeah. But you know, uh, I'm a, I'm a redheaded Jew from Venezuela. Like no one believes I'm from Venezuela. Uh, my Afro Latino friends, no one believes that they're from Nicaragua or from a, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's like, why people are think we, I'm Asian? People think you're Asian? People think I'm Asian. Yo, Filipino? You actually look Filipino? Filipino? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Filipinos are the Latinos of the Asian yeah. world. So. I also say that the Jamaicans, because have you ever seen them dance, bruh? <laughs> oh. Filipinos know how to get down. They know how, they know how to <laughs> Not to generalize, but all of you. No. Uh, and they say the days of the week, just like us. It's pretty dope. Wait, really? De lunes, martes, miércoles. No, oh, yeah. they do not. 100% Filipinos, days of the week is exactly Oh my God, Spanish. I get along with all Filipinos, basically, yeah. except for their... Quote unquote president. I don't think he's nice, but um, because he's gutting down anyone who uses a drug. Yeah, (laughs) no, I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, Um, but uh, so I, I really wanted to 
talk about identity in a way that encompassed everyone. So what's so weird is that, you know, talking about how different we are is a way to unify us. And which is like not, it doesn't make sense in theory, you know, but in practice it does. Like I, I'm married to a Colombian and I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Half our I don't life- know what that means. I'm, a, I'm offended. Yeah. I, I was but Colombian. Like, I, I was we- Colombian throughout the World Cup. So oh, was, yeah. oh his God, whole life. Too. His whole life during the World Cup. Yeah. But like most of our relationship, not most of our relationship, but yeah, most of our relationship is like fake fighting about thing, different things in our cultures that don't really make a difference. Like I call a toilet a... Um, Poseta, and he calls toilets inodoro, and I just find that a horrendous word. I find inodoro <laughs> way more offensive than poseta, and we fight about it like no, once a month. Poseta sounds like what you put in the toilet to use it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think it's cute. I never I'm heard gonna... that word before. Never. Poseta? Poseta, no. Yeah, I didn't know that was just a Venezuelan word. I also didn't know cambur, which is banana in Venezuela, was only a Venezuelan word. I had this no idea. My, this is one of my most frustrating things. Why are we changing the word banana when it's in Spanish already? <laughs> banana. Banana. Banana, banana. Pero es que, es que Where they put the O in it? He said this thing. He went to a party with uh, Colombians, and they all said banana. And I'm like, why would you just not keep the A? Why are we changing it? No, because... We want to show our, uh, you know, our, our special creativity with our words. I don't know what it is. <laughs> a little f- yeah, I think every country wants to dis- be distinct and, and be a little bit different than, the, than their neighbor and, in some and, way. And I've, I've been, like, breaking down the etymology of some words in Latin America, and some of the uh, histories are insane. My brain just etymology? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought we were ordering peas at a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> Edamami. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like... That's a, that's a Spanish cock call. Yeah. Like, what's the sixth flavor? Umami. 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 <laughs> Etymology. Um, so basically, um, a lot of these words have really recent histories, and you you see how a, it's so easy for a word to become just ver, a common vernacular in one country, but like it does not share its history with anyone else. So in Venezuela, we have a word. That's coroto. And it just means like like junk in your house or stuff in your house or literally anything. It's like vaina, but a little classier. Because and- it's not Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you. Actually, I, don't, I don't know a, a word that's classier in the Spanish language than, <laughs> than vaina. vaina. I don't know. I, I, never, mean, I never found one. Well, vaina- did we ever decide if it's V or B? It depends what you're talking about. Like, que, que esa vaina. Que- Some Sometimes those don't even do the V. They're just like, que esa vaina. Sure. There's no concept. Oh, no. Cubans don't use it at all. Uh, it's only Dominicans. Cubans don't use vaina at all. Really? It's not a thing. Me- Venezuelans use no, it a no, lot. It's not only Dominicans. I'm saying for us because we don't know that many. I don't a know. Colombians use vaina. Okay. For us, it's a very Dominican. Like it, when we're f- making fun of Dominicans, like if we're pretending to be a Dominican, we'll use vaina. Is that is that part of the part of, life, part of life? I mean, <laughs> grandma's grandma's birthday. People, <laughs> Everybody, people, put on the black face. No, I'm joking. So, people, oh my God. But people listening yeah, do yeah. not know that Alexis not only to, to pretend to be Dominican, he, he did a motion. Uh, I like, did a robot, like a weird robot. Like we're just we're barely Watch human. Watch this on YouTube. That's so weird. By the way, my grandmother's already black, so there's no reason for her to put on black face. You look like you were on a Stairmaster. <laughs> that's not happening. No, no, that's, that, that you're gonna really strongly visualized for me to be on a Stairmaster. You know how hard you have to think. For that to happen? It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. yeah, there's smoke coming out of that red hair. So of yours. we we brought you here. We brought Joanna Houseman here to because of the, the of Strawgate. Right. Strawgate. Speaking yeah. of all these things. Yes. yes. Uh, we're, we're we needed to get 
uh, at least uh, just a, a different take on why there are so many different words for for this one item mm-hmm. that seems incredibly practical. And not just that, you know, you mentioned how you and your husband argue over something that's never really going to be resolved. That's kind of <laughs> the cooligans, right? <laughs> it's kind of what we do here. But one thing we've realized is there is no right word for straw. Everyone just has their own word for straw. So what do we do with all this? Where do we go from here? <laughs> so you you have a lot of you have a lot on your plate here. Um, okay, great. So I'm gonna go back to this accent because yeah. like um, so here's here's my theory. I think that as Latinos, we need a language. What's that language that like people wanted everyone? It was like the language that everyone was gonna learn how to speak. It was a, it's it like a non-existent language that they were starting to build out for like, it's like to replace English. Ebonics. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Stand up no. comedians. Yeah. We take nothing know. seriously. I forgot what it is. It was basically like a universal. They were trying to create this universal language. Okay. I think that, I think we're going to have to agree that either we, we're going to have to learn other people's words or we're going to have to replace, like, I think we have to figure out which is the best word for these ridiculous objects, such as straw, kite, freaking you know what? popcorn. Uh, popcorn. Who cares? Thing, like, how did the kite become something that's so <laughs> argued? But you know what? I think before we even get to some of the other words, I think this is maybe because we live in America and that, that the, the culture of being American is like, hey, this is how, learn English when you get here. You have to, like, immediately adapt to yes. to this country. So as Latin Americans, we're like, uh, this, this is why it feels so strange to us, that there could be so many uh, words I- I- in the same right. language. You know what and I mean? For, for such innocuous things. Yes. Like what you said, who gives, <laughs> who yeah. cares about a straw? Like, I there's see. no different words for identity or business or conflict. <laughs> yeah. No, those are all the same. Yeah. It, like, but for what you eat when you go to the movie theater, there's yeah. 27 different ways of saying it. God, God forbid a Peruvian on vacation in Uruguay <laughs> goes to a movie theater. All hell will break loose. All hell. All hell. Well, actually, when I went to Panama. You were just our, there. Our word for angry in Venezuela is arrecha, and it means horny in Panama. Okay. Um, okay. We did a video about this at Flama, mm-hmm. and arrecha was the word. That I was supposed to use. It's like, oh, you're making me very arrecha. And the other girl was like, ooh, you know. Yeah. Like, huh? So I that one I knew. But how the hell did angry and horny ever get? Because it's mean, the same word. I mean, when you think word. about it, they're kind of they're very yeah. similar. They're sure. very similar. You know, they, they, Back in the day, They yes. live in the same room. Yeah. They live, yeah, they live in the, they're in the part of the same family. They're like, for sure, cousins. <laughs> that's gross. But yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm angry that you're horny if that's your cousin. But like, I was, th- so for example- Popcorn, right? Yeah. Popcorn has 17 different ways of being expressed in the Spanish language. And I want to break down why the Venezuelan version is cotufa. It's just so, so, just so you understand how, 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 how this happens. Okay. Okay? Can I just give people a reference? Sure. In Dominican and Cuban, some people will say, Rosita de Maiz. So you could see how, how different it is to... Cotufa. <laughs> and like, Cotufa sounds the sound of when your mother hits you with a chunkle. Well, do you know where it comes from? No. Okay, check this out. Look at this etym- etymological dissection of the word. So, cotufa actually came from the labeling on the popcorn that would come from the United States. And on it, it would say corn to fry. And that, <laughs> through time, became 
cotufa. Yeah. This cotufra, is like cotufra, a... cotufra, cotufa, cotufa. Like, that yeah. is how it evolved. That's, That's like uh, Vive Peru. Viva Peru. Viva Peru. I, okay, I did not know it was, it was Vicks Vapor Rub until I, I went to a Dwayne Reed and I was like, that's so weird. Vicks Vapor Rub. It looks just like Viva Peru. <laughs> and my friend was like, what? And I'm like, I, we have that, but it, back home it's Viva Peru. <laughs> Vicks paper. I was like, yeah. oh my. F- yeah. It's Holy. Like that, that, you know that movie sequence where the background also gets closer as the camera on the yeah, yeah. Like that trick. It's that every time we see one of these. When There's I was a, a DP a, following me everywhere doing yeah. that. There's, uh, when I was a kid, and I remember when my grandmother would make B-Stick. Vamos a get a B-Stick. B-Stick. It's steak. It's like a very, Cubans make a very like thin, dry steak. B-Stick, B-Stick, B-Stick. I never thought of it. B-I-S-T-E-C or T-E-K. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I, I went to a school uh, with white kids in it for two years, and uh, they they invited me to something called a beef steak, and I was like, huh, beef steak. That almost sounds- <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the camera comes from yeah. yeah, the calls coming from inside the house. Well, my favorite is uh, Pariguayo. 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 You know the term Pariguayo? Like no. that's just just like a, like a corny dude. Like Dominicans say like, oh, he- it's like it's a guy at a party that doesn't. Dance or something like that, right? Yeah, so that's where it came from. So it was when, like, American troops were in uh, were stationed in Dominican Republic. They would have, like, these gates and, like, these borders. And the Dominicans would watch them, like, have a party and stuff like that. So... The, the, That'd be mad corny. I, so the Americans would call them party watchers, and then that oh, became body wayu. My God, that's where it comes from. <laughs> that's exactly where it comes. So from. in other words, America has ruined Latin America, <laughs> even just in the words, man. English has seeped into our existence. Oh, very much so. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, there's no way to really avoid that. Uh, yeah, it, it is like this. This. Um, yeah, like it, it. Just being being American, being here, and and get, having that influence because we. We are when it's like when when we're home we are raised at home it was like in a very spanish speaking environment and then you leave and then you, it's a completely different world that you have to adapt to but there is this challenge in in conveying even the people listening to the show there's a lot of people there are people in the in the midwest that listen to this and they're like right uh, now there's a 35 year old farmer <laughs> a white male farmer in in kansas yes, who listens right. to this and he started using dead ass and gully <laughs> when he's talking to like his grain distributor so like, we're changing ass. yeah he said yo dead ass give me that grain right now my guy you know? <laughs> he's like hold on sorry i just had a brain but fart it's almost like this uh not even responsibility but this duty a little bit to convey What's going on in our homes to mm-hmm. to people who don't really understand it, and and we have to make it palatable for them. And uh-huh. also the overlap in soccer is the American soccer fan is the guy at the the Cuban guy at the Dominican party asking for a bag saying dame la java, and nobody knows what a java is. Did mm-hmm. you guys know havas? No. Cubans use java for bag. Yeah, yes, I do. For what? Like bag? bolsa. It's Hava? Hava. Dame la Hava. Hava. Nagila Hava. Well, that's because we have Jews in Cuba, and they have bags. Yeah. So they brought bags with them when just they came. Ca- we have a bunch of bags, guys. <laughs> yeah, just, they're very popular with bags. Oh, yes. So my thing is, like, the American soccer fans, we get made fun of across, you know, the pond for saying PK for penalty kick instead of just a penalty. Or oh, interesting. Or road game instead of an away match. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Like, we get made fun of for those things. Soccer instead of football. So there's this sort of correlation of like these words that we have this pride of using yeah. and no one else uses it. I still say Hava. I still say that. Yeah. I mean, saying, no one will know what you're talking a about. A shirt is a, is a pullover because <laughs> you pull it over. 
pullover. You don't say that if there's buttons. That's a camisa. But if, if a cop says pullover, that's a different <laughs> I'm thing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, you can have it, but I'm going to keep driving drunk. Uh, <laughs> I, and also, like, just, just the term soccer, like the word soccer, that is a, a purely American word. No, the English made it up. It's a, the English made it up. Yeah, it's okay. sure. It's association football. So why do they say? Fo- why does they still say football then? All three sports are football: rugby, gridiron, which we call NFL, and association football, which is soccer. So to separate it from the other sports, they started using the first word: rugby, gridiron, and association. Shorten association to a sock. A sock becomes soccer. That's the term they used. Then they switched to football switched in the to f- fucking 80s. Oh, they switched in the 80s. Because now it is, I, I feel like the only people that say soccer are It's us yeah. and Australians and... Oh, Australians too? Yeah. yeah, they call themselves the soccer roos. Oh, because they have a lot of rugby too. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that you, you do do a great accent. You have <laughs> a bunch insane. of videos. If you, if you guys are listening, uh, go to Joanna Houseman's YouTube channel and subscribe. It's incredible. Thank you so uh, much. But what, what are some of your favorite accents? Because you do, you do a lot Although of Although you, very well. mad disrespect for the Cuban accent, you say we swallow our tongue. I saw that video. Oh, lo que pasa que los cubanos tienen una cosa ahí en la boca. I gotta be honest, beautiful sound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, is Joanna singing again? Um, it, uh, <laughs> it sounds like either that or like I just got four teeth removed uh, and I still have Novocaine on my mouth. Um, I love <laughs> I love the Colombian accent, uh, specifically the from Medellin, because it sounds I say that it sounds like Sean Connery telling you a really sad story. So it's like, I know, pues es que imagínate yo. Es que yo estaba allá y de repente vino mi mejor amigo y me recogió. No vale. And it was just like, it's like, it's like what she said is nothing. It's yeah. just facts. It's not a but sad there's, story. There's like a, uh, an acoustic guitar playing in the, in the corner background. with like blue lighting. Yeah. It's all, all, everything is like tragic. It's like that Portuguese music Fadu is playing in the yes. background. Everyone's crying. Everyone's crying. Yeah. Um, she's actually just talking about going to the store, guys. Yeah, it's, she's just neat. That's it. You know, then, I think it'd be fun uh, because you, you you love doing the Colombian accent. Uh, I just thought it's right now. How about and we we do do a soccer show. Would you mind reading in a Colombian accent um, the the football MLS Twitter account? So this is oh just my God, yes. It's just a, a tweet. Uh, I'm trying to find this one. So um, so Zlatan just uh, resigned with the yeah Los with Angeles those Galaxy. With LA Galaxy. So your uh, Joanna Houseman is going to announce that the oh Colombian jo- Joanna Houseman. Es oficial. El León se queda. La Galaxy ha fichado a Ibra oficial a un nuevo contrato. Bravo. I mean, it's like, why is it so serious? Well, Venezuelans are, it's so funny because a lot, because of the Venezuelan crisis, a lot of Venezuelans have moved to Colombia and a lot of my friends are like marrying Colombians. So there's this weird hybrid of like Colombo Venezolano now. And you're doing it here. And we're doing it here. We're just like everywhere. It's kind of like we're, it's, we're very similar in, in, our foods in our customs and sure. everything. La Gran Colombia. La right? Gran Colombia. Yeah. We're very, very similar. Uh, but truthfully, in my opinion, Col- Colombians are way more serious and like, como respectful. Yeah. And Venezuelans are like the drunk cousin. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, look at here. Like, because Venezuelan, Venezuelans would have read this like this. Where's the Where's the tweet? Let me find it. Venezuelans would have read it like this. Es oficial, el león se queda. La galaxia ha fichado ahí. Una oficial es un nuevo contrato, coño. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's not like a party. Yeah, yeah are you kidding me? Yo, I'm excited. We're getting lit. That, Is, uh, did somebody open sangria in the yeah. back? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. great. That's great. Uh, so look. Uh, <laughs> but hold on a second. Can yeah. we talk a little bit about the Dominican accent? Because it's the most sing-songy. 
It's very hard. I, yeah. I, I think uh, you guys sound like you're speaking in cursive. The volume is going up and down. It's like a sine curve. Yes. It's okay. like, but pero, pero, I, every time I do it, I feel like I sound Cuban. I, I have not been able to figure out how to do the Dominican. I, I have always have, to, I always have to start with, pero chico, que It's a very like, whoa, when's the word going to end? You know? Yeah, because <laughs> like, I, I hear it and I, I have this very, yeah, maybe you have this with, uh, with Venezuelans as well, where like when you hear it, especially you, 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 something happens. It's like in your blood. You're like, oh, all right. All right. I'm home. Right yeah. Now. Uh, like but, when I hear like, oh, yeah, Chico, but okay. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's me. Yeah, now we're I'm doing Chico. it. So, yeah. so when there's definitely like Santo Domingo, Santiago, like. Un, un of course, we're talking like about you, the general. You hear, but I don't know. Like I, there's something about the Dominican accent, especially when it's like. Uh, spoken from like an educator that I'm like, yo, this sounds better than any fucking yeah, language yeah. you're ever gonna hear. Like, this, uh, like it's the what you're hearing. Like, obviously, Omega and like all these dudes or whatever. Like the slang, this Dominican slang is incredibly popular. I mean, loco, que lo que. You know what it is? It's, it's a, a, you guys are f- honestly insane. I just, <laughs> but there's over there's such an abundance of dope things to say in Dominican slang yeah. that I'm just like, all right, we'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> that's me now. Like calling your friend Tigre. Are you, like yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, I want to be called a tiger. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> Dominican Republic is like the is like the fun cousin from like Jersey. You know, they're just they're a little high, they're a little drunk, they're having a good time. They're gonna go away soon. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they're and nice. They're, they're like nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I still remember when I walk. I was talking to this dude who was Dominican. I was talking to him, and we were ha- talking in Spanish, and everything was fine. And then his friend called, and he picked up the phone, and something happened. Like, sure. a, you know, he he hit a filter in, in, in Photoshop, and everything changed. <laughs> and he was like, vamos a la I'm like, I couldn't understand. I was like, whoa, what happened? I feel like I we do a, a certain level of code switching, but there's ver- various types of code switching, I think, for people like us, which is I speak Spanish the way I speak Spanish to a Venezuelan is different than the way I speak Spanish to just a Latino. Yeah. But there's also like the way that I speak to a Caribbean Latino is different than what I speak to, for example, an Argentinian. I, I have trouble understanding Ugh, Argentinian. Imagine having to speak to Argentinians. I honestly hate you for saying. <laughs> um, and I, I love that you this were speaking, is you were speaking and your lips didn't touch each other. Yeah, this yeah. is how you have to speak Argentinian <laughs> like this. <laughs> I did. I closed out a show on uh, Saturday at New York Comedy Club, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, "Man, you were funny," and I was like, "Thanks." He's like, "Eres latino de verdad?" And I'm like, "Sí." He goes, "Impresionante, boludo, eres impresionante." eres increíble. But he asked me in a mad general accent, "Habla español?" Sí. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Pero qué dice? It just it's like removes this mask. Yeah, I can be myself. He's like on stage by himself. You know, it's so Italianish. Oh yeah, well they're like it's basic. They think they're Italian. Argentina is what? Yeah, but there's a lot of Italians there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the third largest Italian community outside of Italy. They eat more pizza per capita than, than we do. More than Bensonhurst, Brooklyn? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> God, God forbid. God forbid. Imagine your grandmother heard that. You You're lucky what? she's you know, I think Here's the thing. I think that, like, this accent is the American equivalent of, like, you know, Italians talking in English. Yeah. And then... En español se volvió esto. It's the like, same this thing. This is in Spanish. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Instead of, they're like smoking cigarettes outside in tight clothing versus, you know, 
being in a deli. It's the really the it's difference. It's truly the same. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, you you did mention uh, the relationship between Colombia and and Venezuela, and I did. I remember just watching this. Uh, now it's gonna get very serious. Uh, a documentary. Uh, one of those Facebook videos that came up, and it was like 20 minutes, uh, which is who has that kind of time anymore? But I watched it. And, so uh, you is uh, the answer. And they did mention uh, a huge flow of uh, migrants going into Colombia. Cucuta. Yeah, through Cucuta. Mm-hmm. And that, Ven- that Colombia is being very welcoming yes. of, of, the, of the Venezuelans because when Colombia was going through a lot mm-hmm. of the, their stuff with the narcotraficantes, uh, they are... Um, Venezuela, Venezuela welcome accepted them. Yeah, Venezuela, Venezuela was very open. So what, what, what is... Uh, the, for maybe a little... Uh, what, what's the, the history of that relationship? Uh, maybe if you can talk well, about it. Well, I think... So Venezuela was like the crown jewel of Latin America. It had the most uh, stable democracy uh, in the region. Um, and it, it was truly... It was just offensively rich like it was the, oil, they had right? oil yeah, yeah. and a, a lot of uh industry went there a, a lot of multinational companies went there it was basically like a hub it was it was a lot pers- of americans too like yeah. baseball was a uh, the most popular sport even above soccer there for a long time it's, like, it's like, it was like the switzerland but fun yeah well it's <laughs> like what cuba America. was before communism cuba yeah. was the one where like americans could easily get there the mm-hmm. businesses were very influential venezuela sort of took that on yes Yes, very much so. And during that time, Colombia, you know, especially during the 80s, just and 90s, and honestly, until very recently, Colombia was in a consistent and perpetual war. Um, and it, I mean, narcotráfico was uh, Pablo Escobar. They were just, it was or honestly. Just like the guerrillas in the. Uh, las guerrillas, la yeah. FARC. Yeah. I yeah. mean, FARC, that's the word. La FARC. And, you know, Colombians were dying and it was an incredibly unsafe country and venezuela was a safe haven and a lot of colombians moved to venezuela during this time and actually a lot of chileans uh, during pinochet also went to venezuela Uh, venezuela was basically well why do you think my jewish self is from venezuela they were (laughs) just like come in like they were very welcoming to immigrants uh, italian immigrants um do you know where your family originated from uh, they were my well on my on my dad's side. They're uh, German Jews and and they're basically Polish. They're all we're all Polish. It was okay. Polish Jews basically. And then my mom's side, Venezuelan and Cuban, just a hundred percent. Yes, oh, Corona I didn't okay. know she was. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so during you know during those decades, Venezuela was very much welcoming to the to. Uh, European immigrants, but right. also immigrants in Latin America of, of regimes that were and, and countries that were going through very difficult uh, economic and political times. Yeah. So for the farmers listening, that wasn't very common in Latin America because of all the arguing. Yeah. So <laughs> just trying to give a little bit. That's very special. Venezuela was uh, open have, the doors. We don't have all the time in the world, but what is uh, what, how can we sum up what's happening in Venezuela right now? Oh, my God. There's so much to say. And I'll try to sum it up. Uh, my family is not great. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. It's OK, but we'll, we're going to get through it. We're getting people out slowly but surely. Um, Venezuela is going through, I think, the, if not the biggest, one of the biggest economic uh, disasters of yeah. this century. Um, it has a, an inflation rate of over a million. It's truly insane. Um, I, I saw um, that there were people s- uh, selling like arts and crafts made out of the money. Like, yes, that's how the money is the worthless. Money is worth- <laughs> um, it, it costs the paper costs more money than the, the value the, of el bolivar. It. Yeah. So, that happened when I was in Costa Rica when I was a kid. The uh, colones is their is their uh-huh. uh, currency, 
and someone made a bowl out of it. Like they just glue it to the outside of a bowl. And I was like, yo, how could you do that? And the guy was like, yeah, 1100 colones is like nothing. American dollar. So yeah. don't well, even worry about it, it. You like a stack of Venezuelan bolivares is like equivalent to five cents. It's like insane. But uh, simultaneously, there's a lot of uh, political repression. There's political prisoners, uh, it's Caracas is the murder and kidnapping capital of the world. So you have like a a way to synthesize this is like a metaphor of there's this, you know, really popular guy in high school. He was on the football team. He was like, you know, magna cum laude or whatever. And then suddenly when you go back to the high school reunion, you find out that he's like a drug addict who has been sleeping on his sister's couch and has like become nothing. It's kind of like that in that there's so much potential for this country, but the wrong people have been in power and, have were and Hugo Chavez. Oh, what people don't know is that he overspent so much money. He was spending money like crazy. That's why he had so much support. He was he was just like hemorrhaging money everywhere. And then the oil prices went down. And when the oil prices went down, the ink the Ponzi the, the, scheme fell apart. The Ponzi yeah. scheme fell apart. And now we are at a huge deficit. The country cannot function economically. It's not functioning. And we have right now one of the biggest refugee crises of of these years like it's like syria and venezuela is very like a tenth of our population has left in the past like year well you just said that caracas is the kidnapping and murder capital caracas folks has beaten isis in the rankings (laughs) yeah that's a big deal like the the power yeah the power rankings (laughs) it's like what's where would it be more deadly isis country or caracas and it's caracas and Caracas has no, digo, Venezuela has no enemies. Venezuela is the fourth most oil rich country in the world. Venezuela is, is surrounded by people. Like they're not like Israel. That's like surrounded by, you know, enemies. enemies. It is, there's no reason. There's no reason for (laughs) us to be in this situation. Yeah. It's like you get a test and all you have to do is sign your name and return it. No, it's like they took a massive dump on it sure. and I mean, returned Al- it. Alexis has failed that test several times. Yeah, why do you poop on your test, man? <laughs> yeah. It's just I can't remember my name, so I just I refer to what I know. I refer to what I know, folks. Oh my god! So anyway, well, look it's at all the bad. corn in there. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, you brought it back to corn. <laughs> so I'm curious. Corn I mean, to fry. Look uh, at all the look at all for, uh, some of the inside because I didn't know exactly how bad it was. Uh, but I'm I'm curious. W- in regards to the soccer team, the, the national team. Oh, la vino tinto. El vino tinto. Uh, they, they are. And Joseph Martinez. Yeah, Joseph just, Martinez. A Venezuelan just won yeah, the Yang most Yang goals in MLS. Oh, my God, MVP, really? MVP. Yangel Herrera from oh NYCFC. So there's a, there's a couple people that represent the country very well. And, and That's awesome. I know Joseph Martinez does talk about, uh, you know, his roots and where he came from and, and how, especially with what's going on in Venezuela, how inspiring it, it can be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, for the kids there uh, to have something to look forward to. Absolutely. Especially in dire straits. What, how does, uh, what's the Vino Tinto mean to you? La Vino Tinto, listen, I, for me, I'm not a big sports person. Um, I don't well, even yeah, know because you just said sports. Uh, I don't even know what the back of in the in basketball. I don't know what the back thing of the hoop is. I don't know. It's the butt of the of, I, the, of the of the basket. I don't know what that is. I don't know. But let me tell you, it is impossible to separate soccer from being Venezuelan. I just, I mean, and, and Latino in general. Yeah. Like yeah. soccer is just, it's just a thing that you do, and it's a thing that you watch, and. It's something that fills you with pride, specifically, I think, when your country itself fills you with so much sadness. Yeah. <laughs> Having something that is just inherently positive, 
like yeah. La Vino Tinto, which I've gone to see live. Is gone to see live? Is that how you say it? <laughs> yes. Um, it's like when you see yeah. Beyonce in concert. I really yeah. hope they do stuff from their first album. <laughs> their Vino show. Tinto. I went to their show. Um, <laughs> um, and it, it is like it's identity, and it's it's a form of celebrating your national identity without having to get political and having to remember, you know, the trials and tribulations of anything that your country is going through. So La Vino Tinto is like, everyone loves La Vino Tinto. Like who doesn't like La Vino Tinto? Yeah. 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 And like when La Vino Tinto didn't classify for the world cup, it was like awful. I was just like, can't we just have <laughs> Can we one win? thing? Let's win something. Please. Yeah. It's like, this is I, Joseph Martinez, by the way. I love Tattoos, it. Tattoos. for Atlanta Cuts in the eyebrows. Honestly, he looks like my swimming instructor <laughs> from back home. I hope that that's who that is, though. To be a hundred percent incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's it's cool because it, it it does. Um, uh, you know, I felt that way when the U.S. missed out on the World Cup. Yeah. Can we have one oh. thing? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. You know, like, as Americans, global we just, domination <laughs> is not enough for us. Uh, somebody promised we would win so much we'd be bored of it by now. <laughs> what, what, what was the last game you saw uh, with Venezuela? Was it here or in, in Venezuela? It was. It was here. It was actually in Boston. Okay. Yeah. Um, against the U.S. team. Oh, nice. And Venezuela won. All right. And I was like, I mean, either way, I mean, I was like, like what you said, I'm like, U.S. has too much. You guys have Beyonce. Like, you fucking relax. Um, She's a center back. She's really good. <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's fine. Um, and uh, Who's the we, Venezuelan Beyonce? Is, is there a Venezuela? Who's? Uh, is it just Shakira? Like, because know. you love Shakira's Colombia? Shakira's Colombian. Is it because you love Colombia that much? Um, I don't know what the Venezuelan Beyonce is. What's the, I the Shakira main, was is, Lebanese, is it, by is the it, way. Um, Sasso Cumbia, that's like really the main mm, thing in Venezuela. Or is it both? Right now it's like a mix of like reggaeton. And, I mean, our, our main <laughs> thing is merengue. We, merengue and salsa is like at really? every merengue. party. Merengue okay. is huge for us. Like Dominicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came from DR, didn't yeah, it? that's right, yeah. Um, we invented music. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, take a little chill yeah. pill. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> just because you the most cute, talk the most music. Yeah, exactly. Well, they do say everything they said. Yeah. So good point. Every 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 word is bars. Yeah, all right? yeah. Oh, bars. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> Uh, well, Joanna, uh, a couple things uh, before we let you go, because uh, you are on uh, on the net on the Netflix show, uh, Bill Nye Saves the World. Yes, Queen. Uh, w- w- what was uh, that experience like? It was really fun. Um, just what? becoming What's Bill Nye. He's yeah. the, he's the <laughs> best. behind the lab coat. Was, was it? Was it you that was on the subway with him? Yeah, we yeah. went out to dinner, and then he was like, "I don't want to take a taxi," so we went on the subway. And I was like, "How do you live your life?" Bill People stick like <laughs> because he's not like. It's it it he's not like a Brad Pitt where people would be like oh my god that's Brad Pitt leave him alone it's like that's fucking Bill Nye yo, yo let's let's go fuck around with Bill Nye yeah it's like a, he's like an icon he's not just a celebrity so it it is insane yeah. people just he is so whatever anyway I heard he's, I heard he's sharp too because he did stand up for a while I heard he's, he's very like, smart he's yeah. very smart he's very funny too he's very funny and very and he's just very nice like. Once you're his friend, like he's really real and kind, and he's wonderful. the Beyonce of science. <laughs> he actually is the Beyonce of spots. I mean, yeah. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is like the Michelle Williams, <laughs> Kelly <laughs> Rowland. <laughs> no, I honestly think I, there's something like Lady Gaga. Oh, okay, like a little Lady more Gaga. Centric. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see a him in a more meat eccentric. suit. Yeah, like where's where's meat dresses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he does. Um. 
But yeah, he's, it was great. And it was just fun to use comedy to educate people on science uh, stuff. Especially <laughs> in this day and age. Especially in this day and age where a lot of people are like, science, what? Here's a Bible. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Science, can't trust it. <laughs> can't, I can't trust facts. Yeah, here's a book we don't know the authors of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you feel like you had to be, uh, like, get science it up, like, speak, speak smarter when you were in, like, meetings and stuff? No, speak I think the right, whole... There's a whole bunch of scientists in the yeah, room, probably. I think the whole point was making it so people that had a hard time passing biology in high school could watch and understand and okay. like it. Do you know, Alexis is raising his hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Baby, Alexis doesn't know where babies come from. No. He needs, he needs that uh, I, of course, I do know people who don't wear condoms. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. Oh, good they, thing. they also go to hell. Yeah, because if, if you don't wear a condom, then the store comes. We all know how it we goes. We all know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. It's in the Bible. The store um, can smell the condom. <laughs> okay. And it knows to stay away. It's no, 100%. It, it, I remember my first uh, class at UCB. I, I, it was with Eric Tenoy. Do you remember mm-hmm. Eric Tenoy? Yeah, I know Eric. And I uh, really hope it's a biology class. No. No, no, but I remember he said, um, you know, speak like you know what you're talking like basically speak at like your highest intelligence. Right. Yeah. And uh, and that's sort of as comedians, when we're put like we're we're in sometimes we're in a soccer space and everybody is all soccer and knows all this soccer stuff. And we're like, all right, well, we can't just be a bunch of dupes out here. Right. Yeah. We, we got to show we, we're supposed to be here. Right. Yeah. Now. yeah. So it, it, sometimes. And by we the way, not, that is me trying. Yeah, yeah that is we may not, not know exactly what we're talking about, but we can package it in yeah. a way. Never stop me, bro. Well, people are like, oh, this of guy course. definitely knows what he's talking about, kind of. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I think I had to prepare before every field piece. Okay. Um, so I would, I, would, I would also interview a scientist beforehand, so I'd go in there with some baseline knowledge. Um, but I think the funniest moments are the moments where I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like... But you can be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I think functioning at your highest intelligence also means like being curious and following and following the what versus knowing what you're talking about. Like instead of being like, I don't get it. It's like, wait, why is it that? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's trying to uncover and discover things, I think, is a way to cover up how dumb I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd very much lean to I don't get it. What is I like to I like to mush the person talking, so I still look like an alpha. Uh, you know and what's crazy? Our president does that. So. Yeah, no, no. Well, what do you think I learned it from? I watch Home Alone too a lot. You know? Oh my god, he was that. He was yeah, in that movie. Yeah, he's, he he's a superstar. Um, anyway, uh, Joanna Houseman, thank you so much. Thank for, you guys for being on the show. I hope uh, one. The, I feel like this might be one of the first times where we didn't really have like a, a straight up soccer person. I'm no. so sorry. We want, but no, How but, dare you? But we want some some people, uh, some of our fans have been asking like, hey, we should get more comedians on the show uh, to mix it up. Yeah. And, uh, Although yeah. we do need you to vote. What is the appropriate word for straw? This is Joanna Houseman's vote. Um, I think it's pitillo. Pitillo. We can't. We can't. I mean, have that. It's a deadlock. It's a hunter. Um, right, well, I'm really sorry, but um, etymologically speaking, <laughs> yeah. is wait. Which one? Wait. What? Which one? Absorbente. So uh, uh, that is ridiculous. No. Absolutely no. not. Not. It is not. If, How all, many syllables do you need for such a <laughs> simple thing? Absorbente is also like papel absorbente. Is what you absorb with. You don't absorb stuff through a straw. You do. One hundred percent. You absorb the liquid through the straw. I don't. No, you don't. You. And what is your word? Sorbeto. That's what I usually go. So real quick, how this happened was. Mexican restaurant lady comes over, says to me, 
popote. And I was like, okay, I'm married. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and I was like, huh? And she goes, popote. It's him, Dominican, next to him, dude from El Salvador. And I was like, what? And he goes, that's a straw. And I go, don't you mean absorbente? And then in a very sort of cunty tone, he goes, uh, it's sorbeto. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell that's, is that? No one's ever said that's that. That's me. Yeah. And I was like, uh, it's absorbente. And he's like, no, it is not. And then the, the Salvi kid goes like, no, it's not. It's it's popote. And I was like, what? Straw. And then and the lady's just like waiting there to the see if just I like, just like, do you want a goddamn yeah. straw that's going to murder then, sea please, turtles or not? Yeah, please. <laughs> please take the straw. Yeah. And then this, somehow we brought it up in the podcast, and it's just exploded. And now you've added a new one. Pitillo. So, um, <laughs> hi, listeners. Just so you know, the real word for straw is pitillo. Coming from a British woman? Abs- <laughs> yeah. It has to be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, estro. That's we're all changing it to estro. El, el estro. Uh, Joanna, where can people follow you uh, and, and see your work? Um, follow me on YouTube, uh, Joanna Hausman. It's that's H A U S M A N N. I I I know it's stupid. Um, uh, it should have been just spelled the normal way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then follow me on Instagram, Joe House. J-O-H-A-U-S. Uh, and, yeah, she does absolutely great work. I, like I said before, her YouTube channel is unreal. So, so funny. So please check her out. And uh, we're all in a bunch of videos with her in the past. So it's yeah. really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah I did uh, the, the Argentina, Argentina intervention. Oh, That's so hilarious. Good. It was really fun. That's I did my favorite uh, videos. shit yeah. why Latinos say. And you, you, you said... You look like someone on Irish Money, yeah. and I use that to this day <laughs> yeah, to yeah, describe. Yeah. Like they, for they podcasts me- like this, it's like, so what do you look like? It's like, okay, uh, speakers, <laughs> like listeners, close your eyes, think about a woman on Irish Money, and that's me. <laughs> well, they yeah, they go the director. I think it was Chris. I think Chris, it was, yeah. was it Chris. He was like, I don't know, just riff a couple things of what you look like. And I think the third one was like, oh, you look like you're on Irish Money. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't be Latino. You look like you're on Irish Money, and you left. You were like in the doorway. You had to leave because you were laughing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's the one they'll use. They ended up not using it, I don't no, think. No, it is. That's is it? the one that's okay, used. Okay, that's the one that's used. That's cool. what, I well, like to sit and watch his own video. No. Uh, I know it got over a million hits, so just celebrated, didn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, all because of Alexis. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 I think it might be my fault that you we did that video because when I first met you, I was, you put me in that stupid elf costume. Oh, my God. And then God. you were like, Bon de allá or something. You said something. And I was like, whoa, where'd you learn Spanish? And, and you I was were like, like, uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> this has just happened to me every day of my yeah. life. And you said something. And then, like, the next call I got from Flama was like, do you want to be in this video of shit white, white Latinos? Thing? Yeah, you yeah, offended like, our host. Do you want to? Oh, God, this is my fault. <laughs> it's there's that lack of filter. <laughs> no, you know, every single human being I ever meet when I tell them I'm from Venezuela has like, it's as if I'm David Blaine and it just made their car disappear. They're like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd you do it? How do you do it again? <laughs> Speak it, say something else. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, yeah. I, I brought my girlfriend to Dominican Republic earlier this year, and she does not speak Spanish, but she. And she lo- never came back, by the way. She has a whole <laughs> family. Yeah. <laughs> she loves her ditch. Leave her alone. I'm kidding. Uh, she, uh, but she loves dancing. She, kno- she, she knows how to dance uh, really well to merengue and bachata and everything. Uh-huh. And it was that was the thing that they were, they just couldn't believe. They saw her dancing like a bachata. Like, they were like, uh-huh. when she dances, you think, yeah. You you think like a Dominican woman put on the costume of a white woman. <laughs> Wait, really? She, yeah. she's, she's, she's classes? She's re- yeah, she's a very, very But good, like even yeah. like the little movement, like, like little things you think it's like cultural. Which is like the little hip. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. When That's you like lift your hip a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> it, everything, it feels like she's culturally Latino. That's amazing. But she has the, the face of a German woman, you know? So <laughs> like when, when I'm sure when people saw her dance, they were like, everyone, everyone come 
the town square. Brujeria. La Blanca está bailando. It's all over for us. We've lost everything. They learned to dance. John Houseman, we usually do a thing whenever we end the show with with a guest. We just we we yell the cooligans, and you'll know when. It's like a fun thing. It'll all make sense. So you just you'll know exactly when. Join in. And there's a camera right there that's hanging down. You see that stick coming down? Yeah. There's a camera there. So that's what we're gonna point. So has that been recording? You've been on camera. There's three cameras here. You've been on camera the whole time. I've been on camera. We forgot to tell you this. Um. <laughs> you can't hear her. Maybe you could actually. She uh, let's say flipped the bird. Yeah. She gave you the Caracas hello. I've been, I've been touching my hair the entire time. Like, like I could just be myself. Well, yeah. you were. You were. I was myself. <laughs> so uh, for Joanna Houseman, my name is Cristian Polanco. My name is Alexis Absorbente Guerreros. <laughs> and together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. Cool